0: This podcast has been adapted from our YouTube channel. To enjoy the full experience, head to YouTube and search fullboost.au and this podcast title. These rear wheel drives are raced on tracks in predictable conditions. But what if the track was unpredictable and they were tested against the Magna? With a rally bred traction system called quad All-Wheel Drive. How would the rear-wheel drives go then? Well, they'd probably go as far as the first quarter. One of the hottest Facebook groups at the moment is Lockdown Skids. Surely you've seen it. Found, uh, found this on uh, one of the police islands. I went about found it. I think we were sent it 50 times, Jordan, in the space of about three minutes. A thir- And this is written by the police, on you. A 34 year old male from St. Albans, well, straight away, that's, uh, that's giving a few clues away. Max Dowie's in the gravel and shit. Decided to rip a burnout in Keelore Downs, two quality areas. Um, turned. Hey, 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 hey. Look, look at this snob from the southeastern suburbs. I was in north, now I'm back to my. As, as you called, you're an eastie easy snob Turn, turned his bogan edition v8 now they're not joking when they say bogan mm. edition i mean this thing's got i thought they were joking when i this read this thing's it. got customized badges <laughs> turned his bogan edition v8 into a weapon of mass destruction when he plowed into a residential property also hit an occupant who unfortunately is now in hospital Plowed is an understatement it looks like he's had a six so, kilometer run-up if he's in hospital he's obviously got COVID. <coughs> oh yeah 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 he'd be on the COVID. um Apparently the car just stepped out when it hit a puddle, right, yeah. <laughs> but numerous witness reports tell a different story <laughs> Apparently a few people said hit a puddle it was bone dry. It was it could not be dry conditions now, if there was Have the, a look at the destruction he's caused though like he's gone into this yard It's decent here, children, If there was the almighty LS motor under the bonnet, I could understand but doesn't have some six-cylinder goodness in there. No, no, it's a V8. It is a V8. Well, it's not a fan. It's You can't look, control that power. This is how the world, actually. This one. I can't. I can't get over the destruction. Honestly, you look at it and go, "This is a movie set." How the hell does this happen? What? Just, just rewind back to what you did. I don't know, 20 years ago. Well, what was funny? Normally the photos too. You see the car going into mm. the property. They've gone in and taken photos from the other side. From the inside. And there's just yeah. fence paling. That's there's why just it looks crap, funny. crap everywhere. Yeah. It, it looks like it's, someone's got a forklift and placed it in there. Because you think, how on earth does it end up that far into a property? Sp- but the, fa- the fact that it had the bogan plates on the on the back, it's a sp- bit of a Siggy Bup Brain, that one. They're going to call you Siggy Bup Brain. I don't know. Siggy Brain. Speaking of uh, bogans, some. Uh, f- f- I don't know if it's TikTok garbage or something else, but a few people posting vids of. Uh, they collect their stuff from Bunnings where they. You know, you're in the um, area where you pick up the wood and you're leaving, you can back it in there. They call this one the snag and skid. Time's on burnout in the trade center. Oh, it's a massive thing on Facebook at the moment, apparently. It's the latest internet craze that could easily spin out of control. Snag and skid at bunnies. So then they're snag and skid. So then they're doing, what well, you could call it a burnout, it's probably in this instance, I think it looks like a single peeler. He's gone all the way out of the Bunnings car park and then he's just going around the car park. I mean this is just, I mean listen to that man. You know the thing is though, I reckon some of the blokes who work in the wood department down there would just be like, you know like, oh yeah, they would've been, fi- would be would been filming full vertical video just all the way out just laughing. Oh, do, do a sick See you next Tuesday, you burn it. Is that the Sun no, It's still a burn-out you skid, hmm? isn't it? Well no, no, no I'm you screwed. Really you screwed the whole thing up. Damn it. <laughs> it comes from China. No. China. <laughs> Cash for clunkers new calls to get old cars off the road so this is about says the car industry is calling on the federal government to introduce an incentive scheme to retire old vehicles to improve road safety and help the market recover from record low sales are you serious record low sales help the market so i'm i'm supposed to hand my car in and then what go down to the local ford dealer and get some new nugget some new little nugget you could go and get a one dollar holden commodore the clearance ones What if you don't want to buy any of the crap they're selling these days? You've basically got the choice in Australia. I don't. I mean, most countries are pretty similar. The cars are pretty global now, but you've basically got the choice of a Thailand tractor or an SUV. Thailand tractors. That's most of the market. If you've got pole position on the lights these days, it's just. Just, just diesel clouds out the back and just pedal floored. I don't know what it is with the guys driving these things. I think they've got race cars. They're just slow. Trash you can boxes. be, you can be in pretty much any car, maybe even a Prius, and just you know, just take off first, just short shift first, see what this bloke's doing, see the you know the um, car rolling, and then just stand on it, and you have got six car lengths like that. They are so slow, and you can tell the way they drive. I mean, we've all driven them. They must be, as you said, they're not supposed to be flat. They're rubbish. 100% throttle, 100% of the time. Because they are just junk. I don't know how people drive them. They're so boring. They don't break, they don't go, they don't handle. Nah. I mean, if you want a ute, get an LS, yeah? There's only one kind of ute you need. Pretty sure this incentive scheme has far in most countries. It's stuffed the secondhand car market in the US, that's it, true. F- I spent a lot of time in the US years ago and I was amazed at just how low the second-hand car prices were. Well, if like s- you could pick up a killer car mm. for 10 grand US, that would cost a lot more here. I know that exchange rates are different, but I was just surprised at how low their prices now, were. Now, some cars go up, some cars go um, I just did a George Bush. This is Bush true, though. I-, I just did a George Bush. The left hand now knows what the right hand is doing. It's true, though. This, there are not many new cars that interest me, and the ones that I do, I can't justify buying versus depreciation. That, that is 100%, 100% That's That's why I don't have a brand new car on the driver right now. There's nothing, anything that's remotely interesting, personally, I'll just look at and go, I'm not spending that kind of money for that car, knowing I can buy that car for half the price in about three years. Why would you buy one? No. Nah. The depreciation on most new cars now is terrible because everyone has got this mentality Oh, yeah, I am I'm due for a new car in 12 months. Why are you due for a new car? I can't possibly buy a second-hand car. And you go, well, hang on, this car's four years car. old and got 50000 on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no, you know, something's going to go wrong with it, some bullcrap crap they say. And you go, but you're prepared to, I don't know, lose about three grand a year for the first five years on this thing. Because to be honest, any car I'm going to want to drive has got to have some sort of uh, performance um, flavor, angle, like a Renault. <laughs> Which means, automatically, you're paying that performance sort of sporty kind of bullshit uh, tax, aren't you? You effectively, you know, that you've got a, what they normally sell, let's say, a $25,000 car, you're buying the performance version for 45000 100%. Think of something like a Nissan, you know, overseas, a Sylvia, but here it was a 206. That ain't, that's a classic car they should be selling. That's why it's going to be interesting. Well, they've got, they've got like a 370Z, that's sort of the... But that thing's a tank, I mean... <laughs> no, nah, new, what are they new? About 50, I think. But... It'd be interesting, They're an old car though. interesting to see what the Toyota 86, if it actually does, it's meant to come out with a boosted engine. I don't think it is. Wait a minute. I think for, for the what, last, happened, what happened to that story? The last reports I've heard is it's getting the NA version of the FA24 Subaru engine. Disappointed! Oh, that's exciting. And the uh, STI, obviously, is saying... When, when are they selling, when are they going to sell the turbo? The vodka? 400 horsepower FA24. Really? In the STI, but- but they're not gonna put that in a a BRZ? No, but apparently that STI is not coming out until late 21. That's another 18 months Mm -hmm. off. That engine is available in a Subaru at the moment that makes like 190 kilowatts. And people have been putting, that's um, out of the box, right? People have been putting them in in WRXs in the States. Apparently they're making, I know this is US dyno, so probably- Massive. Sometimes they say huge. It's a little bit inflated, but they've been making like as they say, five fifty wheel unopened. Impressive for a bloody boxer engine. That's an understatement. How about cash for conversions? Pull out old engines and convert to barrows and LS's tax deductible. That's not a bad point, is That's it? That's uh, a first prize of that bloke. Well, I don't know how many pa- I don't know how many cars you would be able to fit a barrow in. LS on the other hand, Australian. Australian. My old cars are better than any new pieces of shit on the road these days. I'm not of fa- the. Right. Is that the same? They're the same people who say like, now nah, old cars are definitely safer than new cars, 100%, 100%. It's like, yeah, no worries, dude. Go, go and get like a uh, 1970s car and actually put it on an end cap crash test. You can get a 1990s tin can. Did you see that Raps video? That around a pole, the vi- bent in half. Actually, I think we've got a video on our second channel. We've got a uh, second YouTube channel. If you haven't seen, it, Full Boost Media. There's a video of a new Corolla, you know, it's a few years old now, versus like a, the classic mid-90s, late-90s shaped Corolla. Look at the difference in carnage on the crash test. But these 70s cars, you know, because they've got heaps of steel, yeah, I know. they don't seem to realise the steel just ends up in the cabin, through your guts. I'm not a fan of the term safety. When a car is deemed less safe, it doesn't have a blind spot and lane departure warning. If you need those, it's not about being car... That's less. true. That, that That is true. true. Like, they, they ripped on the current Mustang because it only got a 3 end cap Lane Departure. It only got a 3 in cap rating or something, right? And it, and it yeah. was like, then you read into it and go, it has some some basic safety features. And they're, as it, they're like like blind spot assistance and dumb shit. And you go, here's all a, of a sudden, it's not five stars. Here's a spoiler alert for you. If you need Lane Departure that you can't even keep your car in your lane, go and hand your license in. Seriously, you need Lane Departure warning on a car. I find people, Oh, but you could be tired and falling asleep. It's like... Yeah, then should be Those sorts of people shouldn't be on the road. Get the hell off the no, road. They don't even check their mirrors. All these driving aids are creating crutches for people to learn. They lean on while driving. Instead of actually becoming good drivers, they create bad habits. Probably true. Mm-hmm. I was following someone here earlier. I reckon over about 10 turns, this person used their indicator once. Mm. It's like, what are you doing, mate? You're roundabouts, mm. no indicator turning left. It's like adaptive cruise control uh, on the freeway. Oh my God. That is painful. The car's just sitting on 70 k's an hour. Caught on dash cam. This is one of your favourites. Oh, I, lo- I love the dash cam. No, I don't have one, Joe. You've got, oh, no, you've got one. I'm too much of a tight AWS to go and buy one. This Sydney driver decided to take on a truck while merging. This flog, remember this bloke? <coughs> Oh, this bloke. Ed- oh my God. Ended up with a $1,400 in, in fines and 11 demerit points. So almost mm-hmm. lost his license. So they probably thought this guy, this bloke 100% has driving offences anyway. We'll give Can him 11 on. points, he would have lost his license. Hang on. we've got to see the previous five minutes footage of what happened. I'll give you the uh, the cliff notes. This guy was an impatient flog. Did not want to get in line and wait three sets of traffic lights 100%. like everyone else. And he thought he, he saw the truck and thought there's my opening. I'll mm-hmm. just take my nugget. Commodore up to the front and just cut in, the truck driver thought... He's not getting in, truck driver... Yeah. Had... Have you seen who's driving the car? Old mate, Siggy Butt Brain. Siggy Butt Brain! Basically, he's hanging out the window. On the Have way, you, on you the seen w- him? On the way to Centrelink, surely. And then it's like, oh, we've just got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, let's say next time that you decide to ac- accidentally miss your turn because you can only see there's like 65 signs saying you're going to turn onto a major freeway. Oh, screw that. I I didn't see them. I don't know what lane to be in. I'll drive all the way to the front. Oh, can I just get in? Oh, thanks, mate. But you know what you do? You start brake checking them. Brake checking a semi-trailer. A semi-trailer, because you're such a good uh, role model Samaritan on the road, aren't you? This guy's an A-grade flog, and the fact that he got $1,400 and 11 demerit points just shows what a flog he is. $1,400? Should have just tripled it. Double down on that shit. G-T-F-O. Jordo, one question we get, well, I don't know if it's a question or a comment, spoken a lot in YouTube comments, emails, you know, social media, is a lot of the cars we feature, how are they legal or they, they're they not a street car because they're not legal. Now, a lot of, the, but before we start, a lot of these videos, we, we never touch on the fact whether they're legal or not. No, it's not really the focus of the video, is it? It's focus on how much power it is or how fast the car is. But to me, if it's a road-going car and it's registered, and yes, it might run a fast-time whatever motorsport application, and it's driven on the street, for me, as how does the old saying go? It's a car and it drives on the street? It's a streetcar. It's a streetcar, right? Whether it's legal or not, I don't bother getting into it that much because let's face it, 95% of modified cars are probably not legal. No, no. And, and like, it's a fair question. I got one recently. I was kind of asking how, how are these huge horsepower cars legal In the fact they've got ECUs on them, they've got custom fabricated parts. Obviously they're not mm. running factory type emissions. In essence, if your car isn't engineered, technically, no, it's not, it's not legal. However, there are quite a few cars. Let's say they run eight, genuine eight second streetcar. And I've seen they are fully engineered. And they've done an emissions test. Now, on E85, it is possible to get a modified car through. A very different doing it on petrol. We've actually seen more cars than you think, too, that actually are engineered and, as you just said, been certified. Yeah, emissions we, tests. I'm talking emissions yeah. tested, that gone through the pits and everything. Not just mechanic, because mechanical engineering is a bit different. Mm. But if you've taken it, and as you said, ethanol is a clean burning fuel, I guess, in comparison to petrol. It's a game changer. And it helps a lot with getting... Not getting around the laws, you're actually obeying the laws. The car's legal, its emissions mm-hmm. is clean. But I'll be honest, the, the big difference is a lot of those cars are generally older cars that have a newer engine in them. 100%. They're, u- they're usually like 1970s, yeah. maybe 80s, usually 70s. Now, you obviously, when Unleaded came out in Australia, what was it around 1986? Emission laws changed a lot, and then from memory, they changed again in the mid-90s? I think in 93 some changes yeah. came in because it's always like the decibel of your exhaust changes depending obviously on your year i mm. think 93 was one of the points around but that. like you do see a lot of late model cars let's say an xr6 turbo and you think emissions wise how is that legal to be honest i don't know i never really ask asking about insurance that's another question yeah. are these cars insured that's up to the owner if you've got mm. uh i guess I wouldn't call it exotic insurance, but if insurance like, uh, well, there's a few out there, I won't name them actually, but if you've if you gone in there and you've listed all your mods and they've inspected the car and they're happy to insure it, then the, then the car's insured, and that's why yeah. they have such high agree values. You'd be surprised though how many cars, like if we're talking late model cars, not necessarily in standard trim. The car might only be worth 10000 15000 minus the modifications, but I've seen, and I even have said to people, a lot of people, what insurance have you got? And i have sort of said, yeah... They don't give you an answer. In other words, it's not insured. Oh, we've been offered drives of cars, and you kind of subtly say, "Well, yeah, it is isn't insured, is it?" Oh no! Nah. I'm like, oh, just I'm be not, careful. I'm not touching this car. <laughs> <laughs> no way. There's pl- there are pl- there are some people even have told me they've effectively got third party. It's a bit of a a, a grey area in the law because let's say you got third party, so you protect the other car. You have an accident; it may not be a big deal. Might just be a little rear end yeah, right? Yeah. Let, but let's say your car is not drivable. Your car then gets towed back to your house. The other guy um, gets, his car fixed. gets his car fixed through your insurance, as it should be, and you repair your car yourself. Now, and it's up to you. You've got a repair bill. Your car was never insurance. But the dumb thing is that, that minor nose to tail had nothing to do with what you've done to the car. But what if you were brake, if, bo- brake boosting on the highway? If, if your insurance company knew what modifications you had, had done to the car, it would be null and void. I would have to think on a lot of occasions. So to answer the question, it's it's a very open-ended question. But to me, just because let's say a car is illegal in terms of modification, to me, that doesn't make it not a street car. Some of the uh, insurance companies too, I don't know who's writing Hmm. some of the details. It's like they don't even know anything about cars. I remember looking up one recently. Yeah, I was looking for insurance. That's right. My insurance expired on that Renault. And I was, th- I was just going around filling some of them in. And it would say, like, has it got any non-standard accessories? And it would have ridiculous things like aftermarket muffler. I swear to God, one of them said rocket booster.
1: Uh, rocket so, booster?
0: It said something absurd like that. And I went, what? But it had it had like five yeah. dumb things. And you'd go, okay, is that the only five thing? It, you, you couldn't actually hardly select anything. It was like saying, okay, if it's got a muffler, what? Then but, uh, what uh, are they uh, going to uh, do? They're not insure it. Probably the most almost the most common modification you can find on a Japanese, especially cars from the 90s and the 90s, um, is like say a set of adjustable coilover. Yeah, it's struts. pretty common. Yeah, that's illegal. Mm. Like you, not you're not going to get, you can't get it in Victoria anyway. You cannot get a car passed through roadworthy. Roadworthy with what height adjustable or just. Well, unless they came with a, coil o- a an adjustable coilover at so the So then technically factory. you'd have to then get the car engineered with that mm. suspension in it, wouldn't you? That's illegal. I mean, but a lot of that stuff flies under the radar because you can't see it and it doesn't make the car go faster in a straight line. Ca- cars, you know, the legality of a streetcar seems to only get ca- called into question if it's run a certain time. Or if it's got a power glide, apparently then it's not a streetcar. <laughs> <laughs> but what are your thoughts on the whole street rule stuff? I. I'd I mean, don't get me wrong. I see, I see cars too. You see them in person, then you see this. Oh, it's the worst thing I've seen is it's not a street car. It's full street legal, bruh. And you look at the car, and you're like, side pipes, slicks, and you're just thinking going, what exactly mm. is on this car that's actually OEM? Seriously, and then you're going, oh, it's street street legal. And you're like, no, okay. yeah, there's a, there's a big difference between street driven and it's street, street legal. legal. Yeah, come on, taking the PI double five. <laughs> What do you got there? A bag of red spot specials, seriously. Speaking of red, fresh off the press yesterday, new red stickers. Yeah, whatever. Next. Hoodies? We've always got hoodies. Yeah, but now we've got hoodies from Extra Small all the way... What the heck size is that? Fat bastard. 5XL. 5XL? 5XL. That looks like it's 10XL. That's a 5XL. Hey, what about this Perla I got? New beanies. Army green. Have you got anything actual new, or is it just peddling, just shilling the stuff we've already got? Look at this thing, size four. This is pretty much what I'm going to look look like after lockdown, Joe. All the gains are gone. So we've got from size four all the way to yet again, just kids, five XL. Where again, five XL? So that was before lockdown, and now now this is after lockdown. This is after lockdown, five XL. It could be after lockdown, couldn't it? Electric cars finally cracked 200 miles an hour, which I wouldn't is call a that a car. But any any type of vehicle down the quarter mile, they finally cracked 200 miles an no, hour. I, th- I think mile. it's a four-wheel dragster, a four-wheel car or dragster. Because I think I could be wrong. I think a motor electric motorbike has run 200. Is that right? I don't know. But it says here these guys ran 200 miles an hour. Interesting watching this thing, it only ran a 750. Yeah, which but if, it was you're pretty, in, pretty if you're in pretty soft out of the start, yeah. Line. If you're in a drag racing, a 750 is not indicative of a 200 mile an hour pass, that's no. easily six second pass all day long. Oh, in a drag, sorry, yeah, in a rail a like that, no problem. Um, it didn't, it looked a little bit lazy off the line. Generally, too, electric vehicles they eight mile unreal and then they nose over a bit. Mm-hmm. So, I, I haven't seen the splits of this, so it's a bit hard to tell what happened, but um, well, under these guys. But, but gee, you think know, of it like torque is like acceleration, where horsepower keeps you moving, essentially. But, uh, but you watch this video and you think it's just weird. It's just all you hear is the tyres crinkle mm. and go. Some people will like it. It's just, oh, don't get me wrong, it's fast, but it's, it's, not, it's not exciting. It's fa- nothing. Oh, you're going to mm. be in the stands and watch this. It's about how much noise it makes. Where's the two step, the flame? Speaking of electric cars, I see Mini have, well, I think it's actually called a Mini Electric. So basically, that's BMW, isn't mm. it? They come out with an electric version of the Mini. That's the S- four-door Mini. Sixty grand on road, but at least it still looks like a Mini. Oh, it looks pretty normal. It actually looks For like a normal. It's car. a Mini Cooper. The Mini- wheels look a bit different. It says here it's fourteen grand more expensive than the petrol-powered equivalent mm-hmm. Mini Cooper S. I don't mind the look of it. I think it looks fine. Uh, it's just, it just virtually just comes down to what do you want to pay Hey, the one thing about this one, Jordo, it's not mega slow. A lot of small electric cars. The performance side of it's not that impressive. Sixty grand is still a lot of money. I don't get me wrong, it's a lot of money, but I think think it's 0 to 100 in like a low 7. It says here 7.3, 135 kilowatts. But that's more indicative of a normal car. It can do about 230Ks on a charge. Which is fine for a small car. Yeah, I mean, that'll get you around. If you lived in a city, that's fine. Uh, People who seem to think you need to- It's not far enough! Like seriously, like, I've got a smaller car and I, I do a lot of driving around Melbourne, there's not too many days I'd be doing over 200 Ks. No. Like I might drive, yeah, I quite often do 140, 150. That's pretty- But a lot of the times when you drive around your city, you think mm. you're going further than you really are. Like you'd be driving around, because you're doing stop start, you're not on a freeway all the time. You look down, you've done 50 Ks. Yeah, but I, you... I log book where I go, right? Mm. I know how far things are. A lot of people be like, yeah, I drive there and there and there, and it's like 100 Ks, like, mate, it's 60 Ks. Mm. They've got no idea how far they've driven. If you yeah. drive, you know, one side of town to the other with a few detours, you might do 130, 140 k's. You're not doing 250 k's, what they think they're doing. I reckon, the, how, many, how many of these Mini-Electrics you reckon they're going to sell here? About three? Well, they'll sell more than those um, <laughs> Renault w- uh, vans. I was, um, did I tell you about that, I was coming onto, out of Torque E, back onto that Geelong ring road. Well, and you get stuck behind one? No, I come around the corner, there's a bit, there's a bit of a, a roundabout as you come on. Um, onto, onto the Geelong Ring Road, and I'll see this van in the distance in the emergency lane. I'm like, what's old mate doing down here? And I'm sort of, you know, I've, I've gone through a couple of years, so I've gone past him like doing, say, 50 k's. Different, oh, speed okay. difference. Yeah, so okay. I've gone past him a fair bit quicker than what he's going. And as I thought, what's going on here? Is his van broken down? As I went past, I thought, that's one of those electric Kangoo, Renault Kangoo's. Is this the one that does 0 to 100 in like 30 seconds or something? Yeah. I thought he's in, the, he's in the left lane. You reckon he's just got it boarded and yeah. he's trying to get speed up? He knows how crap that van is. and That's, that's the, like just unsafe. That's the $50,000 van and it's twice the price of the petrol version. I reckon that's the... I think I've seen one other one. second one I've seen. That's just A-grade nugget material, isn't it? It doesn't really live up to the killer name that Renault has in cars. Speaking of new cars, I have still been looking at an RX-8 and people have been flooding the inbox with $3,000 RX-8s. But I tell you right now, I'd rather spend three and a half grand and buy one that's in immaculate condition than than spend 3,300 and it's not so good. These three grand RX8s are any of them series twos? No. Actually, how many series did they make? Two or three? Three? Did they? Hmm. Actually, but I don't. But are they all series ones? All I'm r- no rubbish ones? RX8. Because uh, they do look a little nicer the later ones. I don't know anything ones. about RX8 to be honest. But yeah. the later model ones do look a bit better. The finished off. Of yeah, the, yeah, 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 hundred percent. But all, most of the majority of ones on for sale are series be the, f- one. Yeah. A few mixed messages too about the 20b comments, people. Oh yes, it can go in. Yes, it can't. There's no way that thing's going to be legal. Realistically, I don't think so. There is. I have seen a couple, and a few people have pointed out. I, ha- I have seen a couple on straight gas. I'm not doing a straight gas rotary. Ain't happening. I would rather, personally, I would rather turbocharge the Renaissance engine. Oh, you wouldn't you stick an it. I'd turbocharge the Renaissance engine, and then probably three weeks later would stick the Alice in it, the engine in it. You'd realise all that money just rubbish. Renaissance. You could stick a Subaru engine in. it. Imagine the height mail on that, that'd be actually a pretty good draw. That's just going from full turd to semi turn, really isn't it?